Hey everyone, welcome back to the Teen Finance Podcast. Today I'm joined by Sam, as always, and we have a lot yo, yo. of really fun topics that we're going to run through today. Yeah, um, I guess I'll start it off um, talking a little bit about uh, SEM, Sam Crane Media. For those of you who don't know, start of last year, I want to say, right? Uh, probably around like, then, yeah. Last, yeah, sorry, yeah, okay. last year, probably football season yep. started last year i um finally used my my video and and photography skills for um something real and <laughs> i started a local sports media business it started off just doing videos and and photos for like the football team is how it started and from there when you produce good content um you tend to attract um a market of people and i'll talk about that in a second but um, basically, I just started making videos for the football team for free, and there's it's such a like I'm for those who don't know, high school football teams are huge. There's JV, there's varsity, and in total, like the whole program at a school can be, and what so how many kids do you think like sixty, seventy? Oh yeah, easily around there. Yeah, easy, maybe more. Than JV that. and varsity, yeah, no, probably even near a hundred. So there's a lot of kids, which also means there's a lot of parents, which means that if you post a video with their kids in it playing sports, it's going to get a lot of views. That's what I did. Posted on my Instagram, made a new account, I think in the first week or something from zero. Obviously, I have my existing Instagram account where I could give it shout outs and stuff. Um, grew probably zero to 100 followers in a couple days, I want to say. Um, and now... I'll talk about it a little bit more. I haven't been doing it as much recently because one school year just started. I took a break during the spring when I had my own sport I needed to play. But um, yeah, we're at like 481 followers right now. It's not that much, but the views is what counts in the outreach. When I was in the peak of this thing, um, getting hundreds and hundreds of views a day, all the videos on the account have over a thousand views. And it's got to the point where it's like, I get follows from random people because if you, um, I use the right hashtags to growth hack it and now there is just random people following me for the good sports content. I get people DMing me, reaching out, wanting me to, you know, do jobs for them and stuff. And it's really like shows that there is a market that I think every single team should tap into to start building their business. And that is your high school, your high school and parents of your schoolmates is an insanely easy market to tap into. Um, first, the parents, they want to support like literally any teen business, like any local teen business. People are going to be throwing their money at it. That's what I found, yeah, especially if you have a good service. Well, sorry, what did you want to say, Sam? Yeah, because uh, I remember when you first started your whole Sam Crane Media business, you were like doing a lot of work for free, right? You weren't getting paid for quite a while. Yeah, so I started doing the work for free, one, because I enjoyed it. And two, like I knew, oh, if I want to build this in the future, I started by doing this free work for the whole team. And then it's only going to be a matter of time until individual jobs start rolling in. Mm -hmm. So that was the mentality behind it. 
Yeah, because I remember just watching you like spend hours and hours editing, and I was like, no, oh, it's a, like all this for no pay, and I was like, you know, I bet it'll pay off in the end. And then like they're like, yeah, I'm getting paid like this much per hour to go film this one kid during practice. And don't get me wrong, stuff. it's a lot of work at, at the start, and there are people who because you did stuff for free initially, they're going to ask you to do stuff for free afterwards. And the most important thing that you have to remember is that you gotta you gotta say no to stuff that you know is like taking advantage of you and that is not a good um use of your time but once you get that mastered once you start knowing your worth your hourly rate i remember when i started charging money and saying i'm charged like what 20 dollars an hour for those who know how much photographers charge that is extremely cheap that is like a very low price um but obviously 20 dollars an hour from a high school student other high school students are like what that seems like so much but um when you think about it it's like it's like skilled labor. It's like photography. It's like I'm I'm pretty good at what I do, and um, the parents don't have a problem with it, and that's what's mattered. Those are the people with the money. So um, yeah, it worked out. <laughs> yeah, people were losing their minds when you started charging money. I remember that. They were yeah, like trying to say they could do it themselves. And I was like, yeah, no, you yeah, can't. no, you it's can't. Like, it's like you're paying <laughs> for a service. Like he's been doing like charity work for so long. Yeah, I but, blessed the high school. Um, still make the videos for it. I'm sure Absolutely. I'll start doing more when stuff. When you see that little Sam Crane intro in any school video, you know it's going to be great. Yeah, the only um, the downside to this type of business is it's not scalable. For the like, unless you have a school where you just have like an army of of photographers and people that you can employ, um, you're not going to be able to scale this beyond yourself, which is the main reason why I stopped going so hard on it. But it was definitely a good way to get my intro into like making money, doing entrepreneurial things. But um. I don't know. There'll be copycats for sure. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, for sure. Take that as um, no, it's no big deal. Like, I had to realize that if I'm getting mad about a copycat, like that's on me. I should just be like infinite. I should gap copycats. So, um, yeah, I don't know. If if one person can um throw your business through a loop, then maybe your business wasn't good enough. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's valid. <laughs> um back to the main point to tie this into everything um yeah building a local media business i think the next thing if i were to do it to make more money i think the sports photography and stuff is super fun but um i i'm gonna okay i'll say it now little mini minnow tank segment right here um, okay one way that i think teens can make money something that they're really good at is social media and I know there's a lot of small businesses that um, struggle with their online presence, be it on social media or having a good website and stuff. And I think that a market you could go into that isn't going to make you ridiculous amounts of money because a lot of these small businesses can't afford to pay you like a ton of money a month. But um, there is a, a, it'll be like enough money for a teenager and um, there's a big market. Like doing small business social media marketing and stuff like that. Um, if you're a teenager on social media anyway, you have a natural knack for knowing what um, does well and what doesn't. And if you have any sort of like um, photography, videography, editing skills, that'll make you miles better. Um, I think that, that you can make a lot of money doing that, especially if you like scale up, get a lot of clients and... Um, yeah, I don't know. I think if you do it and you're like public with that you're doing it, maybe uh, parents of your classmates 
who have small businesses will be like, hey, uh, if if you're doing like if you're legitimately doing good work, they'll be like, oh, come do this for my business. Uh, is that? Yeah, no, that's what I to say. Like, like people like supporting local businesses, and they'll support other local businesses. Like. You go do something for, I don't know, like a local it's bakery. It's local B2B. Yeah, Local exactly. business to business. Business. Exactly. And people love local businesses. They're just, I don't see it to, personally. I'm not too in love with local businesses. I don't like overpaying for stuff. Hot take. But, like, yeah, I see their purpose and I see it all. talking about the boutiques. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I can't get over it, dude. <laughs> um, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think for teens that are on social media anyway, why not turn it, turn it into a little media company? Not that hard. Yeah. You guys can do this. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, speaking of things that are happening locally, you know, driving around town, seeing your local businesses, and then um, little Maceo speeds by you in his new car. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So I got a new car for my birthday, which was about four days ago. So happy birthday to me. Happy birthday but, to um, me. I'm still mad we didn't get a singer, uh, sing happy birthday in, in physics. Yeah. I'm you should, you should, still, you should ask her about it again a week later. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, it's a uh, 430i. We got in a super studio. I don't know if I'm, I'm not going to say the price in the podcast. But, no exact um, numbers, but like it was, it was good enough of a deal to where Maceo got a flight later that day and flew out to LA. Yeah, so. it was an absolutely absurd deal. Maybe like, it blows like, okay. up on me next Th- week. Who okay, knows? think of but. a good deal for for like a BMW. What twenty eighteen? I want to say the twenty eighteen four thirty i. Yeah, think of a good deal for a twenty eighteen uh, BMW four thirty i. Cut it in half, and there's the approximate number. Yeah, it was absolutely absurd. The guy was moving, buying a house, like all that stuff. Needed money for his down payment. It was just a absolutely sweet deal. Better than anything you can get on Carvana, probably like or. Oh yeah, we should Speaking talk about Carvana. Carvana. We should talk about Carvana. It's a great idea. Because what their stock is like, it plummeted, plummeted recently. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, just dived to the ground. What was its peak? You know, uh, I'm not 100 percent sure. Sorry, I had it up a second ago. Let me go. Um, so I think it peaked right around. It was a couple hundred, I believe. So it peaked, I think, at five hundred dollars. Yikes! Oh, five hundred is that much? Oh, sorry, 400, 400, my bad. It okay, was, uh, still, that's crazy. It was $400 peak, or 560 I guess, right around there. It was 500 peak, and as of now, it is at $47. Bummer, but it was, I'm looking, $22 but, like a little bit ago. Yeah, it was at $22 not too long ago. Yeah. Um, and they have such high revenue but their net income, they lose money every year. This year, yeah, they so, made $3.8 billion. They lost $238 million. Yeah, that's what I'm just... So, like, I think they make a lot of money, but they spend a lot of money on those giant car vending machines that they build. Like, there's no yeah, way that's cheap. I mean, they're, there's no they're way absurd. that's cheap to build. No, definitely not. They are really cool, though. Like, I've seen cars coming down on them. It definitely is a different buying experience, but like oh, they look dope, one hundred percent. They look they look sweet. Yeah, it'd be so cool to put your little. Coin. I think you actually they give you a coin, I think, and you put it into a little slot. In a way, have you seen that before? No, yeah, I, I, I swear I've seen an ad for it, and like they give you a big coin, and you put it in there, and it has like a QR code on it, and that brings down your car. Hmm. Like and then like the doors open, you go, and I think you drive your car out of the elevator yourself. That's actually yeah. sick. So it's definitely like def. It's like a an experience thing. Like, but at the same time, like, 
like what are what percentage of people like actually buy their car from one of those vending machines like it's i'm pretty sure those vending machines are, are marketing exclusively yeah like and i think sales for like less than a tenth of a percent of their total sales yeah and it seems like usually like every time i've seen the carvana machines it's been like nicer cars like slightly nicer like, like i feel like well, they're not gonna throw it, like a beat up camry in there yeah like, like i'm not, i think like marketing <laughs> if you're not buying a nice car from carvana you're just getting it from the parking lot they do like, they still do the thing where they drive it out to you on a truck or the what, whatever yeah they is. do actually i saw one the other day in the whole foods parking lot um really? delivering a model three yeah yeah so yeah so i guess they still do that lot? in the whole foods parking lot huh yeah. interesting it's pretty interesting it took up like a lot of space and it was just dropping this model three off in the middle of the parking lot and i was like yeah that's sweet man so i mean if you live far from a bunch of dealerships and stuff and i guess they'll drive it out to you probably for free because you already bought the car so i mean that's there cool you go. yeah um yeah i don't know I, they're um an interesting company what are their com i guess like <laughs> doug demuro is he their competitor make sure to check out car <laughs> cars and bids, and bids. <laughs> cars yeah. and bids bring a trailer but i really don't know like does Kelly Blue um, like sell cars or do they just like review them and give them like, uh, they like they summarize you they like give you dealerships but they don't sell them on their own oh okay they There's don't sell them a, themselves sorry um it's called Shift have you heard of Shift before no uh maybe it sounds familiar okay so Shift is basically Carvana without the vending machine they're probably more profitable to be honest I've never looked into them just when I was looking oh their stock is a dollar um when I was looking to What's car. their what's their market cap though? Do they have like a trillion shares? Because uh, Carvana's market cap is nine point. It's wait, it's nine billion dollars right now. Wait, what was that at peak then? Hold on, quick math. Oh. Well, it seems like Shift um, is also bleeding money. Wait, um, peak. Wait, I, like th wait, how much peak? Like four hundred bucks or three? It was three sixty. Three sixty. Yeah. Um. So what three fifty uh seven times nine sixty three billion dollars okay well did i, I do mean, my I math guess, right uh i'm gonna say yeah because i don't want to do it but, um, wow sixty three billion dollars is like their peak market cap that's a lot of money that's crazy that's yeah so shift's current is 89 million which isn't too insane i don't think oh that's but nothing <clears throat> their stock's a dollar their stock's a dollar i don't know if they're really competitive they're did they They're have a peak rep. like a couple months ago too? Because, um, yes, they did. Uh, Shift. No, no. They, like a couple years ago they did actually. No, that's oh, in not, 2020. They, they make okay, it. like start yeah, start yeah. of the pandemic, I guess. That's probably when they. I think that's when they uh -huh. started actually. Yeah, start of pandemic. I guess people were buying more cars online. Yeah. Um, or selling their cars online. I guess. Probably both. But um, that's when they peaked. They got 1350 top. Pretty meager, not gonna lie. Shift sounds yeah. they need to shift into making money. <laughs> yeah, they so they have a money. revenue of two hundred and twenty three million, but their net income was negative fifty million. So it seems like all these companies are just bleeding money. Yeah. All these like online well, car dealerships. Okay. I feel like that's um uh like a common theme among a lot of like of these new tech startups i feel like they just get like a ton of vc funding and just run it until it runs out and then they they're done that's the end of the startup because vcs will or at least they did like a year ago they would give money to anything and everything like they, they're literally giving out free money yeah i i guess so think doordash think uber eats 
think like all those ride share, like all the the le- the electric scooter share companies, they make no money. Like DoorDash don't, makes don't dis- no money. Literally, electric you know how DoorDash gets these like <laughs> these like twenty percent off deals to you. Like every, I, I literally, I think they'll do like a. <laughs> there's no evidence to back this up i'm pretty i'm just saying this out of my ass i I, they get they'll go on like a vc funding run they'll get a ton of money and then they'll just push it into promos and be like here's 20 for 35 percent of your order and they totally just like burn through that money like i don't know dude i've spent like 30 dollars in delivery fees before they got to make some kind of money off of me i feel like those delivery fees are outrageous those yeah but they also like pay the people to like do it and, like yeah yeah no, they that's probably cool spend like half a million dollars per software engineer that's dude that's another thing all these new tech companies like they'll get funding and they'll just like overspend on on hire uh, they'll over they'll over hire they'll hire too many people yeah that's the thing in big tech too there's no way all those like the software engineers like actually do anything productive I mean, you see no, it like I think when they talk about once, the once the app is made, they just do like basic like productivity things, like speed up the app. Bro, they'll a little fix bit like and... one bug a day, like that. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, one that's bug like every norm. like two weeks. That's like the norm. And they enjoy their little like penthouse in San Francisco. Sounds like the life. Or not even penthouse, maybe like yo. If any um shack. tech company execs are listening to this right now and you want to hire someone, hit me up. I'll do two bugs a week. That's yeah. the deal. Two bugs a week. I, I have uh, two hundred thousand dollars base. I want a $100,000 stock package and a $50,000 signing bonus and then we'll reset. Yeah. yeah, I got basic uh networking experience. We know so. how to plug in ethernet cables. Yep, I can plug in ethernet, all those good things. <laughs> I could reset um, your router. <laughs> Yo, can you fix my internet? My internet's been so bad recently. Miss please, 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 please. Yeah, please. I could go to it and I could like look at it. I could plug my computer in and like click the reset button and then leave your house and tell you it's all good. It's actually bad. We both have That's Comcast internet. We yep. live maybe like half a, like half a three football fields away or something. <laughs> yeah. And my internet is so bad and yours is so good. And it's not like mine is slow because <laughs> when it works, it's good. It is the most unreliable thing of all time. I have no like, clue Like there's got to like... be a chipmunk under my house just biting away <laughs> at my cables, dude. There's no way I like beyond me. I don't know how I'm recording this podcast right now, to be honest. My internet wasn't working like two hours ago. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, um speaking about things new with me oh yeah absolutely so sam you want to tell us about your um little watch habit or let me lead into this actually so one day right we're at school and sam walks out to me he's like check out this watch that i got and he just shows me his watch i was like okay so you're in the watches now i get home he's showing me watch let's be real wait it's it's a good watch it is a it is a sweet watch but i get home i'm like what should i ask for for my birthday he's like dude you should get a watch and he goes on amazon and he's showing me these japanese watches like all these different things this happened, I mean, overnight. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, it, it was quick, but I'm not hating on it. It's pretty sweet. But tell us about your watches and your All right, let me dream tell you, watches. Okay. Let me give you the story of how this started because it did happen almost overnight. But I feel like I feel like there's like build up to it. Like I like I got into the watch. Okay, I'll explain. Same trip, um, where I saw the the churro stand, the churro cash cow that we talked about in the last episode. Yep. Um, same trip. There was these stands selling a lot of jewelry. And my sister, I'm with my sister and my dad. My sister's like, Sam, I just want the jewelry. And we started talking. We're like, humans definitely have like a primitive, uh, (laughs) they have like a primitive want for like shiny things. 
Oh yeah, of course. I see them trying to start walking towards it. It's it's totally ev- evolutional. Like, is that right? Evolutional. Uh, not, I don't even know. We can I'm say it's right. right. It's our um, podcast. They like if you get shiny things like a long time ago. Like shiny things, they're worth money when you're trading. They get you. They they give you wealth, which gives you power. And and people might think you're a god if you have enough shiny things. Like that's how it worked. Um. Yeah. And I mean, I think now girls want jewelry, stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know about you, so guys like shiny cars and shiny watches. All and on it. that trip is when I realized, like, damn, I need like a, a Rolex right now. Obviously, I'm not gonna get a <laughs> Rolex or anything, but I'm like, I started thinking about it more legitimately. I'm like, I'm broke, but I need a Rolex. Like, I I need that shiny thing. I don't know about you. There's people who talk about like, oh, I want to get rich and like, and I'm gonna be all humble, dude. If I'm rich, I need like, I want, I want a Rolex, on on, and then like a Seiko, a Grand Seiko on the on one wrist and a, a Rolex on the other. Like, dude, watches are so sick. I'm sure I'd like it wouldn't be as sick once you have it like normally, but um, when you think about it, watches are or can be called an investment. Because they hold their well, okay. If they're expensive enough, they hold their value really well, and they make you look really cool and respectable, which will help you land deals in business. And um, yeah, I don't know. Got home, I'm like, "Yo, Dad, um, I need a watch." You used to sell watches in a past life. My, I, I don't know if I told you this. My dad was like a a Swiss watch dealer. Oh, for Swatch no, or something. When he was like our age, it was like one of his side hustles when he was a teen that's cool bro made so much money like legitimately <laughs> i think each watch he'd sell he he was making like thousands of dollars he and making he a huge commission off of watches you know it was a, it was like a crazy commission he was like a i don't even know what he, his his title was he was probably like some random partner he was like a kid selling watches but he was making a lot of money he still has some of them and um yeah it's for swatch swatch obviously like they made a lot of plastic watches back then they made some metal ones and that's one that I have here, like the Swatch Irony. I'm not sure how much it's worth anymore. Probably only like a couple hundred bucks. But um, it's a sick looking watch. I'm looking at it right now. It's very pretty. But um, yeah. Then I then I did a, a little like deep dive on YouTube. And um, yeah, I want a Japanese watch. I'm thinking an Orient Mako Two or a Seiko Five is a good starter. Um, I think you should go into Museo. I think we see we're matching. Matching watches, both have BMWs. Yeah, that'd be the strap beamer and watch gang you know what else happened to you overnight you know what happened was that you go in the pens dude i watched i've been getting into new i've been getting into new hobbies recently everyone i've watched it i'm kind of my whole mindset um on life is shifting a little bit i just want to try everything do everything but like do it just just have fun if i think something should i do it and that includes pens one of the classes I'm taking, AP language, and first the timed rights we're gonna need to write in pen. And I'm like, all right, if I have to go into AP Lang and I have to do these timed rights, which already are pretty stressful, not super enjoyable, if we're gonna be real. I'm gonna need a, a good, good pen to make this fun. So I start digging. I'm like, I, I I think Raleigh was like on Discord or something with me while I started looking. I'm like, dude. 
pen reddit is huge like there's a, a massive community behind finding the best pens i look at my things i found like the best supposedly like the best ballpoint or something it was like the um it's called the <laughs> dude the the names of pens are so sick they, they name them like cars right yeah I, from okay, what so i was listening I got, to you say yeah the one i got was the uniball Jetstream rt Dude, Raleigh RT. was gonna get a Uniball Jetstream Sport, but like the shipping was crazy expensive on it. But I, I got it like yesterday. It's a good pen. It's not crazy. It's not out of this world or anything, but it's a good pen. And um, we looked into it more, found out like the luxury brands. Um, I need a Mont Blanc. Mont, Mont Blanc, am I saying that right? It's like a I, fountain I, pen. I, I, I need one of them. That is. $400. <laughs> but so, I will have one at some point. It'll happen. Is there a difference from my Incajoy like pen that I have right next to me and the Mont Blanc. Yeah, 100%, bro. What's the difference? One, like metal construction. I'm thinking I think the Mont Blanc one of the things that makes it expensive like there's gold on it for sure. Um and the overall writing quality, like it'll just like flow better, it'll feel better. The you know what Jetstream RT it, it not going to lie, this one feels like a pen, like it doesn't if anything magical because ballpoint at the end of the day if you really want to feel different get like a rollerball or something but then you have to deal with um like smearing because it'll be more inky but um i don't know it's um it's pretty pretty good pen my my new ballpoint excited yeah. to use it are you gonna get a pen of sale or wait, you're gonna get one of the ones that raleigh ordered Whoa. a pack of like 10 he, he got some japanese import pens <laughs> okay well i don't are they actually okay okay sorry i don't understand the whole pen thing i'm good with my pencils my handwriting's already bad no nah, um, all right hold up <laughs> we i made all right after actually after we finished recording this i need to write a speech for leadership it was like the speech prompt was what's something that that people like people don't know about you and um this was like like the night before like i started looking into pens and i'm like oh you know what people don't know about you? i'm a pen connoisseur so i'm gonna act like i've been a pen connoisseur like enthusiast for the past like four years i'm just gonna play it off it'll be bluff but it'll be fine yep. um, not the past 48 hours yeah no past four years let's just add a couple uh, zeros on the hour count and we'll be good um but yeah well, wait, what, what are they doing i'm i'm on my desktop like i'm looking for something i completely forgot what i'm looking for um yeah i don't know how to I don't know how to help you with that, but I was saying that I don't understand the point of expensive pens. Like, it just feels better to write with. Like, can I not just? Oh, I know. I remember what I was looking for. No, okay, that's all you needed to say. You just need to continue. Okay, I made yeah, this meme. So... Oh, was it I the average pen, it, average this... pencil enthusiast? Yeah, I can't yeah. show people. Maybe we'll we'll post it on on Instagram or something. We'll post so... it on Instagram after this episode drops tomorrow yeah. morning, or I guess today. For you guys average pencil user it's like this is like the virgin chad meme average pencil user the virgin laments on past mistakes runs out of lead or needs to sharpen wastes innocent trees carpal tunnel from pressing hard and then over here we got the average pen enthusiast the little chad simply instead of like lamenting and trying to erase their mistakes they just don't make mistakes it's that simple we don't make mistakes Ink lasts, an ink cartridge that can last for months. Instead of killing innocent trees, we kill turtles with our plastic pens. And then um, we can effortlessly write for hours instead of having to press down hard. Pens are simply better. Um, 
Yeah. I'm sorry, Mateo. Well, what do you do when your pen runs out of ink? Have another pen on standby. Change the cartridge. Hmm. It's the Mont Blanc have cartridge. Like, yeah, Mont Blanc is like, it's a $400 pen, right? I think you I've don't seen this throw on a away a Mont Blanc. Before. You get refills, yeah. I mean, you okay, can so get it's... refills for cheap pens, but oftentimes it's like less, it's just like better to like throw away the old pen and get and get a new. But then you're like killing a turtle, so I don't know. Well, that's something that an average pen enthusiast would not worry about. True. Right, right. right. We, don't, right. we don't care about turtles. <laughs> I felt like Tate right now or something. This is bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. What are your thoughts on Apple Watches? Sorry. I meant to ask that earlier when talking about your oh. watches. What do you think of smart watches? Like, I have an Apple Watch. I know you do. Um, so what do you think of them compared to your uh, Seiko 5s? Not going to lie. Like, they're the Teslas of watches, 100%. Um, okay, but are they not more practical? They're practical. No, they are more practical. But, like, more practical. Depends on what practicality you want. If you want to be like answer texts and um, stuff on your on, on your watch and have like advanced health tracking features and all that, go for Apple Watch. If you want to look cool and just like that, that's that's it. If you want to look cool, feel cool, like boost your confidence, which I feel like is almost more important than being able to see your iMessages on your watch. I mean, you got to go oh, with like a... I guess that's subjective, but yeah. What do you... Okay. Do you think wearing a, a, a big fat Rolex wouldn't make you feel cooler and therefore like boost your overall achievement by like 50%? Yeah. Dude, no, I could sell watches so well. You could. You're talking me in the one right now. Yeah, no, I think um. you get one. <laughs> You just balled that. Oh, by the way, if Maceo sounds, but guys, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. I hope so you realize I, it now. Let's tell this little story real quick. Yeah. So the reason that this episode is being posted on a Friday now is I got home from a long, grueling day at school and I come home and my room smells like a literal grease fire. Um, everything just smells terrible. And I go over and I'm looking at my computer. It's still on. So that meant it was hopefully not my computer on fire. And as I get closer to my HyperX Quadcast S, right? Aimless, dude. The HyperX Quadcast S, the smell is 10 times stronger. I look at it, the lights aren't on, I touch the top, nothing happens. Like, I don't know exactly what happened. My my mic caught on fire, the lights caught on fire, something happened. But um, yeah, the mic doesn't work anymore at all. Your and mic literally so, burned out. It, it literally burned out. I don't... You know what? It probably happened after last episode. It was just too fire. You, you lit that thing up. Yep. That's facts. Um, yeah. So now I ordered a... Uh, what was this? What? Sure. MV7, right? So hopefully I sound better. Yeah. You could have... You know, you could have gotten a watch instead of that microphone, Maceo. Okay. But then they wouldn't have this podcast. That's true. There's no point in having a watch if we can't talk about it in the pod, so... Right? valid um get us 100 downloads on this pod and i will buy a watch yeah we'll buy whatever watch you guys say we'll, we'll, we'll do, we'll do a poll watch. on instagram i know i <laughs> <laughs> the biggest buy like a rolex into debt for yep. the rest of our lives um <laughs> take out a small business loan yeah facts it's right it's a business expense try no you think we could write it off 30 percent of it <laughs> Nah, 100%. Yeah, and you can only write off 30% when you're only doing reason stuff like marketing. Only reason we're buying it is, is to talk about in the pod. 
That's true. I'll just buy Thanks. it on Amazon and return it the next day. <laughs> That's a strat, dude. Amazon's a true policy. It's way too good. I know. I was ready to return my mic, but I'm kind of enjoying it. It is good, right? I I guess we'll find out when we hear the recording. It sounded kind of gross on Discord, but the recording on everything else sounded a lot better. So, yeah, I'm hoping it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, hey, who, who sounds better, me or Maceo? I'm on a Maceo's old $30, like, Amazon condenser microphone, and he's on a $250 Rode MV, or it's not Rode. It's sure. It's sure. I'm really sure, hoping that I'm the one who sounds better. But if not, um, I guess I'll be returning this mic. Uh. Talking about sounding good, my new voicemail. Oh, your new voicemail is great. He, um, here, why don't you tell him about it, Sam? If you have my number, just call me and figure it out that way. I'll try it. Actually, I won't know if, if you're calling me legitimately or not. So just don't answer any calls for next week. Yeah, no, don't I always want to answer. Um, don't answer until the second time. I saw a TikTok of these people who went like over the top with their voicemail, and I upgraded mine. And I'll just say um, a little shameless plug in there. Go find out. Call me. <laughs> yeah, here's his number female. eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Do we have time? How much? We got seven minutes left. Do you want to do some metal tank? Do you have a idea? You're, um, you're ready. I have a, I have one idea that I really want to talk about, but I feel like it's too long. Um, It'll take more than seven minutes. You know how yeah. quick we get through. We like we we get through stuff pretty quickly. Okay, know. here, here. Can I lead into it then? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so have you guys heard of Be Real? You know Be Real, right? So we've been yeah, I know using Be Real since the start, <laughs> maybe. Um, and look at Be Real. They don't have any ads. No subscriptions. But guess what their company just got evaluated at? What? Take a guess. Try, try to guess. What do you think B-Roll should be worth? Um, They have no revenue. Mm, I think $50 million. Maybe 100 mil. I could be completely wrong, but I swear I saw an article earlier saying $600 million. Because of how many... Because of how million? many... Because of how many people it has. It has like, it's growing by like 2 million every single month on downloads. $600 million. That is, that's, no, that I, I honestly, I believe it because if someone, someone could acquire them and then just like throw ads all over it. And so, okay, that leads me into my business idea, right? All right. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Over 600 million. That's crazy. Um, that's absurd, but. Here's here's my idea, right? You create some kind of social media. So do you remember there's a social media? It was like, it was like supposed to be like Visco for guys. It was kind of cheesy. I don't know. Do you remember that? I I think we yeah, were all on it for a little bit. Do you know what it's bit. called? No, it's probably still on your phone though. We all had it for a minute, but I think they actually got bought out for like fifty million dollars. I mean, it was a bunch of college students that made it in their dorms. You know, like uh-huh. here's my idea, right? You make any kind of social media thing that's like could slightly blow up which isn't impossible to do i know i'm saying that i'm not doing it but you make something like that and then you just try to blow it up you don't put ads on it you don't put subscriptions you don't put any paywalls and you just market it on tiktok like you can spend money on sponsorships on tiktok yeah i feel like and just if your if your idea like just i i think what you're saying is like just make your idea like have as much viral potential as possible right exactly and then you just 
wait for some big tech company to come buy you out. That's like, like so. Well, okay, that's the new way to make money. Make <laughs> a business that can go viral, like Wordle, for example. Wordle, yeah, they got bought by New York Don't Times for worry tons of about money. longevity. Your goal is to in the heat of your virality, while people are just like will literally throw any caution to the wind to acquire you. Just get bought out for a crazy amount of money. That's exactly what the Wordle founder did. So smart. So yeah, Wordle so got smart bought, bought for three million dollars. For how much? That's three million. Okay, that's not a ton, but it should be more. It should be more, but like at the same time, it literally is just an algorithm. Yeah, you should have. It's literally just an algorithm. Bro that coded that made. in a day, 100%. Literally, it was probably like his final for his Java class. And No, actually, the story is it was, it was a thing for his like girlfriend or something. Oh, that's kind of cool. It is. But yeah, but that's that was my business idea. It's not really a business idea. It's more of just an idea, but that's what I'm yeah. thinking. It's definitely you, easier said than done, but it's definitely possible. Oh, definitely, too. yeah. And also, if, if you, you have can, like capital, you can just hire like a software engineer, just do it for you. Yeah, those people. Yeah. In, I know like, you can get like software engineers and like website designers from India for super cheap. Like you hire like outsource to like, different countries. Is B Real gonna sell? I I would they should. I would sell too if I were B Real. I feel like I'm kind of getting bored of B Real. I'm. Honest. I haven't like like straight up. I haven't used B Real in like a while. And I think yeah. it will die very, very shortly. When the OG squad of the app is, like, done with it, that's when you know. Yo, we've um, been on it for a while now. But I got it from uh, Dan and Evan showed it to me, like, a while back. We were definitely, like, first 10% of current users, at maybe less, probably like first five. Yeah, I got it right on when you guys did. Yeah, no, we got it, we got it like, very, very early. Now, like, now, like everyone I know has it. When I got it, it was literally just our friend group that had it. No one else did. Yeah, because I remember, like, I would take, I'd be like, oh, at the post might be real. And people would be like, oh, let's be real. And they would see it, and they'd like, oh, it's so cool. And they would get the app. Like, yeah, I should have no. been paid for how much marketing I did. Dude, I know. No, I, <laughs> dude, if there's a referral code, I'd be rich. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, no, they should sell, like, 100%. <laughs> if they, like, literally whatever offer they get, because they're going to die very soon. And if they start putting ads on it, that's going to be the death of the business. So, um, yeah, they should sell, 100%. I wonder yeah. how big their operation is because I know they have like a whole TikTok marketing team now. Like, I feel like they're trying to grow, which is completely the wrong thing. They need to sell and get out and like pocket that money. Uh, they have 113 employees. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oops, dude. They should have yeah, sold they're... when there were like two people. Like, the t- I'm, there's no way it took that many people to make that app, first thing. This um, is the real, like, the B-Real company, right? Yeah. No, it probably rapper. is. I believe yeah, it. this is. Yeah. Yeah. No, they should have sold. I don't know. We could be wrong. If in one year from now, they're, like, huge, then this is a it, terrible prediction. They actually, but. they agreed, like, the founders agreed at the very start when they all split up the company that they wouldn't turn it into a, uh, like, paid service. I just read that. It's, it was, like, an agreement that they made. They couldn't make it into a paid service. No, we get if it was a paid service. Yeah, but like they couldn't run ads or that's that's like what they agreed oh, whoa, to. Oh, oh, they're not gonna run ads on it. That's what they agreed to. That was the original agreement on the company. How they get money? It, it probably takes like all five votes to push it through. Well, exactly. That's why. That's why I think that was their plan to sell it. But now I feel like they're getting carried away. They should have sold. One hundred percent. They need to sell. I mean, maybe they don't. They maybe still they do could. have a crazy plan, but I feel like they should sell. 
I feel like they should listen to our podcast. They should listen to our podcast. I think this is a good place to wrap. Yeah, that, sorry, that ran a little long. We can hear you. No, no, we're good. We're good. I think we hit it right on the dot. We're around 40 minutes. Um, Perfect. We'll be back on on Tuesday, assuming yep. my mic doesn't like explode Catch or something. <laughs> um, Smoke. Yeah, no, no. I'm not even sure what we're going to talk about next time. We got a lot of ideas. Um, oh, you know, we. Um, I'll hold it. I won't, we won't do it right now. We got a story to talk about about a very famous person following us on Instagram. I'll leave it there. We'll talk about it next time. That's real oh, cliffhanger. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's it, Mister. Do you have anything else to say? Nope, that's it. See you guys on Tuesday. Everyone, remember, mark your calendars, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Goodbye.